0: There's so much health advice floating around, online, among friends, but who can you really trust? Trust the experts. Listen to the world's brightest medical minds, our very own Cleveland Clinic experts. We ask them real questions, tough and intimate health questions, and we get real answers, all originally recorded live. Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm your host, Nare Youssef. And today we're talking about facial fillers and injectables are growing in popularity around the world. These procedures are minimally invasive and performed in a safe and effective way. They're perfect for those who want to reduce the signs of aging, but who aren't ready for cosmetic surgery. Fillers can plump thin lips, restore facial volume and fullness, soften facial creases and wrinkles, and even improve the appearance of scars. Today, we're here to demonstrate how these treatments can be done in a short office visit with little to no recovery time at all. Here with us today to answer your questions and to demonstrate a lip filler, also known as soft tissue augmentation, we have the Cleveland Clinic dermatologist, Dr. Shilpi Katerpal. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. If you want to just introduce yourself to our
1: viewers. Sure. So, hi, good afternoon. My name is Shilpi Caterpal. I am a cosmetic dermatologist here at the Cleveland Clinic. We are very lucky to have a wonderful patient, Alexis, with us today, who has beautiful lips. We're just going to do some soft, subtle lip enhancement with a filler called Juvederm Vobella which is one of the newer fillers that came out to the market about a year ago. So you'll see it's very quick, safe, effective, very simple, and her lips are going to look really nice and natural
0: and just enhanced. So what's the difference between this new uh, product versus the years before?
1: Yeah, so that's a great question. So this new technology has basically the ability for fillers to last much longer. So, you know, 18 months ago, two years ago, the fillers in the lip region would last anywhere from maybe 6 to 12 months. Okay. Now we're finding Vobella is lasting one to two years. So wow. this newer technology, it's soft, it's subtle, it doesn't look stiff. It gives nice enhance- enhancement, but it's lasting much longer, which is great.
0: Okay, great, and with Alexis, was there anything we had to prepare for this procedure beforehand? So that the a couple things, we asked Alexis to avoid anything that could thin her blood, so
1: things like ibuprofen, aspirin, any herbal supplements, that just makes it more likely that someone can get a bruise. Okay. So we asked the week before to stop that. Um, Alexis has no history of cold sores. If someone did, we put them on some medication that can minimize that risk of something popping up in that area. Other than that, you know, we put some topical anesthetic on to keep her comfortable. Okay. Um, that goes on for about 20 minutes. It's an ointment and then she should be very comfortable throughout the procedure.
0: Okay, so the numbing agent goes on top and yep. lo- below both lips? Exactly, okay. so it goes around the lips on the border and on the
1: lip itself and it just looks like a Vaseline, almost like a lip gloss.
0: Okay, great. Well, go hey. right ahead. Let's get Show started.
1: Great. <laughs> so we have Alexis here. Um, this is her first time getting any kind of um, filler. So the filler we're using today, as we mentioned, is called Juvederm Vobella. It is a hyaluronic acid for So we have hyaluronic acid in our skin and basically we're using a natural substance that's a gel that's just gonna enhance her natural lips. So first thing we're gonna wipe this ointment off. You can see it's a little bit shiny and then we're also gonna wipe with some alcohol to make sure her skin is nice and clean. Alexa sorry about this smell, (laughs) the taste and the smell. (laughs) So now that we have her lips nice and clean we're gonna go ahead and get started. So the fillers come in a pre-filled syringe. Um, So once we use the syringe on Alexis, this becomes her syringe and we'll probably use most of the contents. Started here, you can see Alexis has really, really nice lips. We want to make sure that we kind of analyze the proportion of lips. So the upper lip is always a little bit smaller than the lower lip. We look at this kind of one to one and a half ratio. Um, In certain ethnicities, that does change. So we're going to maintain that balance while we augment Alexis's lips. Okay, Alexis, you're just going to feel my touch in a little pinch. So we'll go ahead and just kind of line around the lip first and enhance the border. One, two, three, little pinch. As you can see, Alexis is very comfortable. We'll start to see the improvement and results right away. So put a small amount just in the border of the lip. Alexis, you doing okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Great. Okay, and then we'll do a little bit on the lower lip. Bear with me. Little pinch. One, two, three. So this is just outlining Alexis's natural lip. We actually haven't put any product in the lip itself. So we're just kind of doing some subtle. Nice enhancement. Little pinch. One, two, three. Wonderful. Okay, Alexis, just gently open your mouth. We're gonna put a little bit now to enhance the shape and size of the upper lip. A little bit right there. Good. Gently close. Now we'll go to the other side and finish on the other half of the lip. Alexis, how's your discomfort? I really don't feel anything. Great. Mm -hmm. Excellent. A little drop on this side. Here's one, two, and three. Little pinch. So we can see that product flowing nice, beautifully in. A little bit more on this side. One, two, three. Great. We'll just finish with a drop on the lower lip. One, two, three. Perfect. So. That's it for the injection part. Now you can see Alexis has a little bit of swelling. I typically tell people about 20% of what they see is swelling. Um, to minimize the swelling, we will give her some ice, but the full effect, even though she'll see improvement now, it takes about a month for the filler to incorporate with the sk- into the skin and to see the full effect. So um, if there's any areas that look like they're oozing, which they're not, we would hold pressure, but I'm gonna give Alexis an ice pack at this
0: point. Okay. Do people usually get top and bottom lip done at the same time? Do people kind of ch- pick and choose? You know, I think it varies based on person to person. Um, some people just want to.
1: You know, a lot of people have a fuller lower lip. They may just want to enhance the upper lip. Okay. Um, but I think it varies just based on what their end result is. Um, I would say almost everyone gets upper lip enhancement.
0: Lower is probably 50-50. Oh, okay. So mm-hmm. she's that's it. She's done then. Yeah, she's done. Oh, that was super. <laughs> yeah after the procedure or should not be doing? So um, the I
1: recommend ice. Ice just helps with the swelling, minimizes discomfort. Other than that, there's really no restriction. She can do whatever she wants. We do recommend no dental work for two weeks after just because although fillers are safe and there's a very low risk of infection, we just don't want her to have any dental work for two weeks because the risk of infection can go up. But sure. ice and then she can do anything else she feels like.
0: Okay, great. And then how about like the, the fillers? Are there different types of fillers that can be used on these kind of things? Absolutely,
1: so the most common family of fillers are the hyaluronic acid. They vary based on how thick or thin they are. So one we use is very thin, very delicate, Mm. but there are thicker ones when we're working on areas like the cheeks or to lift things up. So most of the, the most common category is hyaluronic acid, and within that we have about a dozen different fillers that vary based on where we put them and how long they last. But I would say that accounts for a majority of injections because they're safe, they're naturally occurring, and God forbid someone didn't like them they are fully reversible.
0: Oh, and they're the same time period for um, how long it would last? Is that the same, you said two years or so?
1: Um, anywhere from
0: six to 24
1: months, depending on the filler, the, the how thick it is and kind of the, the technology behind it. So the one we use in Alexis is typically one to two years. Okay,
0: great. Yeah. And I'm getting some actually questions from live. So I'm going to go ahead and uh, jump in here. Okay. I have Barb. How often does this need to be done? And is there an age limits for this to work well. I'm thinner and we lose some volume in our lips over time.
1: So, you know, I've done lip augmentation of people in their eighties and nineties. Uh-huh. So any age is appropriate in terms of how often it's done. Everyone's a little bit different, but I would say maybe like once a year or every other year is an appropriate time for the lips.
0: Okay, great. And then I have, uh
1: Liz, she's asking if you numbing. We actually use a special compounded numbing agent, so it's not the -the over-the-counter stuff. It's actually a special compounded numbing agent our pharmacy makes that's a 30% lidocaine. So Alexis had it on for about 15 minutes, and you can see she didn't even flinch. She was very comfortable throughout the procedure, and we do that for pretty much all patients undergoing lip treatments. Great.
0: Um, Mary wants
1: to know, how much does this cost? That's a great question. So the cost does vary based on what product we're using. Um, The filler we used on Alexis, the Juvederm Vobella, have more volume, you know, that have done 700 area, um, okay. but like I said, typically anywhere between you know 400 and a thousand dollars for the syringe. Okay,
0: great. And then um, Amit wants to know uh, what can you use to clean dirty? Question, um, you know, there's different things we can use uh, depending
1: on what it is. You know, there's different cleansers. Some of them have different antibacterial agents, depending on what we're treating. Is it more acne? Is it more dirt? But, um, you know, many cleansing agents that have active ingredients, things like benzoyl peroxide, salicylic acid, those can remove excess dirt and oil and keep the skin looking as fresh and clean as possible.
0: Great. And then Doug wants, Absolutely.
1: So we do it in men also because men and women, we all age, at, you know, in the same way. Typically, it starts a little bit later in men and men have more lip volume to begin with. Mm-hmm. When we're doing lips in men, we typically change the shape. So the the way in which we do it, we won't, don't want to give them a very um, full what we call cupid's bow or the central area of the lip so we do kind of change the shape. Men typically have flatter lips and you know their proportions are a little bit different so we take that into account with our male patients.
0: Okay now I'm just curious how do you change the shape? Is it just where you're injecting Uh, It's where we inject and it's
1: also the natural shape. You know Alexis had a really nice kind of um, heart shaped on the upper lip. Men typically are flatter there so we don't create something that isn't there. I see.
0: Okay great. Now is it better to use your own fat transfer versus a dermal filler? for loss of volume in face or lips? So my
1: preference is to use fillers. The reason is, if we use fat, it's actually invasive. We do need to do a small amount of. Fat Fat has a lot of water in it, so when you inject the fat, a lot of the the increase in volume you see is fluid. So once all that water and fluid is gone, it sometimes isn't even and it's not as precise. With fillers, we know exactly what we're putting. somewhere else.
0: Great. Now as people age and lose weight, a lot of um, kind of like volume, loss of volume under yeah. the eyes, is mm-hmm. there something that you do for that?
1: Absolutely. So the same filler we use in Alexis's lips, the Soft delta common injection someone's appearance and is yeah. just as easy to do and even probably less uncomfortable than, than the lip area. So
0: you're using the same product for the lips as you do for all of the face, for fillers?
1: Uh, yep, for under the eyes, we do areas where we want more lifting, like cheeks, jawline, we use something thicker. But yeah. under the eyes is very delicate, thin skin. So under the eyes and lips, we like the same products. So like it's droopy eyelids or? So with droopy eyelids, there's several things you can do. Obviously surgery is an option, but for those patients who don't want surgery, Brand names in our countries are um, Botox, Dysport, and Xeomin. Mm -hmm. We can actually put some because there's a muscle that pulls it down, so you can get a little bit. The only downside is it lasts about four months. I was going to ask that to do (laughs) again, but it's not surgery. It's you know no downtime.
0: So but four months is a pretty long time. So you just inject it around the eyes. Exactly. Excellent. Okay, I want to talk a little bit about Botox because. If we talk a little about Botox, what do you do, like do you, people put them around the mouth for relaxing the muscles or how does that work? Yeah, so great question. I think a lot of
1: times people get mixed up between what, what is something like Botox or a neuromodulator and what is filler. So typically use lose volume. So when the cheeks hollow out or we get these parentheses or smile lines or the lips, that's all filler. Fillers are gel that take up space. Things like Botox, Dysport. when people frown and they get those 11 lines, when they raise their brows up and they get those forehead lines, that is hmm. when we
0: use things like Botox that we do mm-hmm. and those results typically last around four months great so the fillers are more filling up your face yeah Botox is more kind of muscle draining out exactly the, the lips okay yep. great now if someone wants their Laugh Line soft injections does mm-hmm. this happen that it looks so unnatural if it's done correctly it shouldn't we actually
1: just fill filler like we did in Alexis and we just fill the line. We're not adding something thick that's going to add volume. We're just f- simply filling in the line so it looks really natural. Great.
0: Now she's, um, Alexis is such a good sport, but is this pain pain? <laughs> so if it's done without the topical anesthetic, I think it can
1: be uncomfortable. But okay. like I said, we know the lip is a really sensitive area. So taking the proper precautions, putting the anesthetic on, people are really comfortable. And um, Alexis, how would you rate your pain on a one through 10 scale? I
0: mean, I barely felt it. Really that would be a one if that yeah wow. and that's I amazing.
1: would say that's most of our patients' experiences you know a one out of ten, but like I said, we did have the, the special topical anesthetic on for about 15 or 20 minutes.
0: Great and I'm getting some more live questions. Okay. I have uh, the uh, what are the so everyone gets a little bit of redness and swelling um, that typically lasts
1: a day or two. Sometimes people can get a bruise, a bruise just like any other bruise would last for a week. Mm -hmm. Um, It is extremely rare, I would say less than 1% to get an infection. And with people that have a history of cold sores, if they're not on the medication beforehand, like an antiviral, they can get an outbreak of cold sores after the injections.
0: Oh, wow. Like is that uh, immediate? Um, Usually within the the
1: day or two after injection they can get it.
0: Mm-hmm. and Terry wants to know how often do they have to be repeated and I know that kind of probably depends on yeah. where you're working. I think it you know depending on where what area of
1: the body we're in and you know where on the face we're injecting what the product is for lips I typically say once a year once every other year we're okay. doing kind of around the mouth it's once a year cheeks maybe every two also what product we're using.
0: Okay great and then Brenda autoimmune rapid weight loss uh, the doctor said it won't come back would this be considered for me?
1: Yep, so the fillers aren't going to replace any muscle you lost, but the hollowing you get when the muscle goes away can make people look, you know, kind of sunken and
0: sad. Sour- kind of replace some of that volume and it can look really natural. Amazing. And then how about people complaining about crepey skin?
1: Yeah. So when we come to crepey skin, I, th- I like to think of the skin as an elastic rubber band over time lifestyle and aging and genetics, Sure. Um, we have a lot of lasers and devices that can address that and I typically tell people if they have questions, you know, visit your dermatologist and you can discuss what's right for you.
0: Great, great. And uh, now do you ever turn down candidates for this? Is there other candidates that are actually not good for this kind of procedure at so all?
1: So for the injectables like fillers and neuromodulators, injection, and you know, an acne spot in the area we wanted to inject but typically it's, you know, pretty much everyone's a candidate. It's just making sure that we kind of go through the expectations and, you know, I typically say don't do it a week before a big event. Someone has a wedding to go to, a class reunion, in case you get a bruise, you don't want to do it for before, a week before a big event.
0: Right. Okay, great. Now, I'm sure most patients are happy. Alexis seems happy. Yeah. Um, if someone is not happy, is this reversible? Is there something you can yeah. do to suck it back out? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so
1: it is 100 It's actually an enzyme that dissolves the filler. It doesn't dissolve anyone's natural substance. So if Alexis didn't like it or there were any side effects, it's a very quick. Is It like dissolves it or what it? dissolves is it? It, yeah. it. just dissolves
0: everything. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. great. Um, and what, f- uh, Karen wants to know, what filler is used under the eyes? So there's several products you can use under the eyes. Um, one of my favorites is the one we use in Alexis's lips
1: called, called Restylane under the eye. It really depends on how sunken they are, your anatomy. So I don't t- think one product is right for everyone. It yeah. r- really depends on your age, your genetics, and
0: you know, what the end goal is. Okay, now do you work with the neck? Absolutely. At all? We do. We do a lot of different things with the neck. Okay, um, can we kind of like demonstrate yeah. what kind of, I uh, sorry sure. Alexis, we're going to no. use you again for no. your beautiful <laughs> neck. No, yeah, so Alexis's <laughs> neck looks great. So,
1: you know, I, like Alexis, have something called very, very fine necklace lines. You can see these very, very subtle horizontal bands in the neck. A lot of women come in and over time they get a little bit deeper. These necklace lines are something that we can actually fill, drop a filler in and it smooths them out. Um, as people get older, they tend to get
0: some crepe to the skin. Great. And then what about, um, what is it called, Kybella? Is that something that kind of helps with the fat underneath? Absolutely. So Kybella is really
1: unique. It came out about three years ago, and it's actually a bile salt. So we actually have the enzyme that Kybella is made out of called deoxycholic acid in our body. So when we eat a fatty meal, you eat a burger, French fries, your body really... That comes in an injectable form, and Alexis doesn't have this, but this area right here is called the submental region, or some people call it a double chin be injected with Kybella, it dissolves fat, it tightens the skin, and it can really help contour, and it's just a few small injections, and it's very well tolerated.
0: Great, and then Sophie's asking, what can be done to
1: remove bags? Um, and something that people come in very commonly, or the bag's from, it can either be fluid or fat, um, and to address it, mm-hmm. um, but like I said, the fat can be removed surgically, if it's fluid, there are other treatments for it. That kind of leads to people looking full and puffy under the eye.
0: So how do you, sorry, how do you know if it's fat versus liquid? Yep, Mm -hmm. so
1: fat stays the same
0: all the time. The fullness under the eye
1: is always there. With fluid it's actually worse in the morning when people are lying down and it gets better throughout the day. So if it changes throughout the day it tends to be more fluid. If it's the same all the time it's typically fat. So it's
0: like when you wake up and you're kind of swollen in the face. Exactly. That's liquid. Yeah. Okay, great. Now I can ask you a million questions but do you kind of want to talk about what things can be done that maybe I'm not even talking about or people are not asking about yeah Um, and while we're doing this I just want to let our viewers know we are talking about cosmetic facial fillers Mm -hmm. and injectables if you guys have any questions please type them in the uh, comment section below and we'll ask them here live
1: sure so I think a common thing that comes up a lot of times people come for things like lip augmentation they also come for neuromodulators things like Botox, Dysport, Xiamin so Mm -hmm. those areas are typically in the upper face so if we look on Alexis the most common areas Alexis can you frown so she can't frown because we recently treated her with some neuromodulators (laughs) but you know when people get these <laughs> 11 lines here, or if you raise your brows up. So these, this fine, fine movement here, those are areas that are treated with neuromodulators. Or Alexis, can you smile? Smile big. So Alexis doesn't have any crow's feet, but around the eyes here, the three most common areas for neuromodulators are around the eyes in between the eyes here and on the forehead. So upper face, eyes and up, are always gonna be something like a neuromodulator, Botox, Dysport, Xeomin. Lower face is always gonna be fillers. So a lot of people get that confused and they say, oh, can't you put some some Botox here? But, you know, Botox treats the muscle. So anything that's there with acne or raise up, any time
0: you have that, that's more of a... a more question for you here before mm-hmm. I let you go. but where do you go get this done, if not at the Cleveland Clinic, which is where you should go, but yep. if you don't, where yep. do you go? Because I know. So it.
1: I think it's really important to know who you're treating, so um, I do think that going to someone that's board certified, a dermatologist or a plastic surgeon, and then there's a subset of us who have done you know, cosmetic fellowships and trained extensively in these procedures, So it's important to know you know who you're seeing Um, you know a lot of times you may visit with a doctor but then they delegate the procedure to someone else Um, I truly feel like it's safest done in the hands of a physician and then um, you know knowing how many treatments they've done is it's their first time is it their thousandth one so knowing their experience and then also knowing someone that's maybe seen them before so do your research Um, you know I tell people to avoid like you know Groupon things like that because you know you want to make sure you're getting the best and safest outcome because some of these things can have other side effects that although are rare if they're done incorrectly can lead to certain problems. I mean it's your face
0: and we've all watched botched and it's terrifying (laughs) to to see what can happen. Yeah. (laughs) Okay well thank you so much for being here is there anything else you wanted to bring up that I haven't talked about? Yeah I think it's for most people to know like
1: you know I think there's a lot of negative stigma out there about facial and you'll get those big duck sausage lips you don't have those full cheeks it just subtly enhances your natural features you look you know refreshed like the best version of yourself and you don't look done at all most people you know alexis when she goes back to work today tomorrow no one's gonna know she had things done they'll say oh something looks good something looks great you know Were are you are on vacation alexis is just gonna say thanks but you know no <laughs> one's really gonna it's know what She had done, and I think that's the key to having things done correctly.
0: Great. Well, thank you so much for being here, Alexis. Thank you for being a great sport. And for more information on derm fillers and injectables, please visit ccf.org slash beautiful you. And to stay up to date on health news and information from Cleveland Clinic, make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. And we'll see you again next time. Thanks. Thank you. This concludes this Cleveland Clinic Health Essentials podcast. Thank you for listening. Join us again soon.